Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Boxing News Today. And uh, let's start off with a bit of a, a surprise. Uh, Sandy Ryan and um, Jessica McCaskill went toe-to-toe on the weekend, the same weekend that uh, I think Joe Joyce has been knocked out of action for the rest of his life. Um, anyway, let's start off with uh, what happened to Sandy Ryan. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you this story courtesy of uh, ESPN.com. No point in mincing words here. This is what uh, Michael Rothstein, uh, one of their staff writers, had to say. Sandy Ryan won on Saturday night. Sandy Ryan lost on Saturday night. In the world of boxing, both things can be very true. While Ryan and Jess McCaskill fought to a split draw in their unified welterweight championship in Orlando, Florida, boxing did what boxing does better than anything else in sports right now, create unneeded and silly controversy over judging. Now, how many times have you heard here on Talk and Fight us telling you that that could all be solved by the use of new technology that is available right now? And quite frankly, uh, the technology team at Talking Fight could deliver it to any fight right now in the world. Anyway, let's continue with the story. It's not clear what fight Judge Mark Streisand was watching with his 97-93 scorecard for McCaskill. Michael Ross, by the way, had the fight 96-94 for Ryan, and Barry Lindman had it 95-95. But, says the author, it was not the fight I saw watching on television from hundreds of miles away. The zone commentators were apoplectic over the Streisand scorecard, and they weren't wrong. Ryan did everything possible to win the fight. She controlled the ring, controlled the pace, had the sounder strategy, and landed the more impactful shots throughout 10 rounds. Other than the third round where McCaskill got Ryan's nose to bleed, there was not a clear round for McCaskill the whole night, although the two to three that could have gone either way. So Ryan lost in the draw because in the eyes of many observers, including this one, she beat McCaskill. She won because in her first fight outside of Europe, she gained, she gained fans who might not have seen her fight before. It was Ryan who received cheers from the crowd during the post-fight in Orlando, not McCaskill, who was booed. Let's move along to uh, our friend Jilai Zhang, who absolutely clobbered Joe Joyce in their prior fight, as you might recall. He uh, closed his uh, his eyes. Well, one of his eyes shut closed, period. And, uh, and uh, therefore, that fight was, as we all know, called to a halt. Uh, anyway, let's have a quick read here. Let's see what sportnews.com has to say. This is, I'm going to give you a couple of views of this one, okay? First one. As I said, sportnews.com. The more Zhilai Zhang tagged Joe Joyce on Saturday, the more uncomfortable I became. A boxer is taught to avoid shots completely or roll with them at the very least. However, in both Zhang-Joyce fights, the latter was continuously tagged as flush as a baseball bat striking the center of a melon. Despite admitting he was completely unprepared for Zhang's southpaw's stance back in April when he lost via six-round stoppage that I just described, uh, Joyce made no significant tactical adjustments for the rematch, despite all of his claims leading up to this fight. Anyway, as early as round two, he was being clattered by the Chinese southpaw's straight left hand, and it was a single right hook that ended matters in the third. And we've all seen the, the fight recaps now. I'm sure we've seen the pictures of Joyce just lying on the floor. Anyway, let's move along to boxingnews24.com uh, and what they're screaming about. Um, 
possibly uh, Joyce re-entering the ring. Uh, I find that hard to believe. Anyway, fighting as often as possible is the key to Joyce being rebuilt. But the problem with that is there are only so many dates for him to fight. It's not like he can fight every weekend. Um, there's, a, there's a commentator uh, at the fight, Adi, uh, Adi Aladipo. Adi Aladipo. Fighting as often as possible is the key, okay? It was it was a world title on the line, said Adi. I understand why you take the rematch because you want to try and get your belts back. There wasn't a world title on the line. Yes, maybe there was a mandatory spot or a world eliminator spot, but there wasn't a world title. So maybe there, there'll be people that are asking these questions, but yeah, I don't know. For, I'm not sure uh, whether we'll see Joyce back in the ring, he's saying. Now, you can't take that kind of punishment in the heavyweight division. And it's and it not catch up to you. I'm sorry, you can't. In the lighter divisions, it catches up to everyone. I've been watching the sport long enough. People take that kind of punishment. Eventually, it catches up to you. The head is not supposed to be hit that hard, let alone by guys that walk around 17, 18, 19 stone. And Joe Joyce has taken too much punishment. Someone was going to get to him, and Jilai Zhang got to him. It's just that simple, said Ade. Good for him. Uh, so, what are Joe Joyce's career options? Now, I guess if you speak to uh, his promoter, he has lots of options. But according to WorldBoxingNews.net, with doubts over his career, Joyce has three solid options to consider. One of them, of course, is retirement. Joyce is 37 years old, and he's not getting any younger as a boxer, and he's also been beaten up, stopped, and knocked out in his last two bouts. Nonetheless... A rematch with Daniel Dubois worked for Frank Warren as a main event. The pair fought during the pandemic with Joyce halting Dubois. And the last of the three choices would be to target Tony Yoka. Maybe after a lower key comeback win, the rivals have history after Joyce lost a controversial Olympic final at Rio in 2016. So uh, where does Joyce go? Who knows? I, I do believe uh, I have a story coming up where... Uh, Eddie Hearn, of all people, have said that uh, uh, anti-Joshua would be up for fighting him, of course. Who wouldn't be up for fighting Joe Joyce now? Anyway, um, Frank Warren may have seen two of his top heavyweight fighters lose recently, with Daniel Dubois losing to Alexander Usyk, and with Joe Joyce losing in simply devastating fashion to Jiai Zhang. But all is not lost, as the promoter has options on the man who defeated Joyce. Jilai Zhang, a superstar in China, and also one of the most high-profile, interesting, and exciting heavyweights out there today, regardless of where they're from, has seemingly got a number of big fight options, courtesy of his highlight reel knockout of Joyce. And again, this is coming courtesy of Boxing247.com. And Warren, like many of us, wants to see Zhang fight three-belt heavyweight ruler Alexander Yusig. Well, there's also the possibility that Big Bang could fight Tyson Fury. I doubt it. You doubt it. Or Anthony Joshua. And Eddie Hearn has said he would have no problem talking about making that fight. So speaking after the fight, Warren spoke about what he thinks would happen if Zhang fought WBA IBF WO champ Usyk. He said, it's been tough with Daniel Dubois and now Joyce losing. But Zhang's with us. He's he's promoted by Queensbury. He's the WBO interim champion, and he'll be fighting the full WBO champion next year because it'll be ordered. And he's with us. Listen, 
If he catches Usyk with one of those shots, he'll hurt him, won't he? It's two southpaws as well, so that'll be interesting. He's not a he's not a boy. He knows what Usyk's weaknesses are. I think Zhang's in the top four best heavyweights right now. I think he gives anybody problems. Look at the Hergovic fight. I felt he, Zhang, won that fight. He's no slouch, and he showed what power he has with the Joyce win. He showed his boxing ability in the first fight, and he showed his power in this fight. So not bad for a 40-year-old, but it's interesting. Uh, somewhere else I had read that uh, Eddie Hearn said uh, Zhang is is not an elite heavyweight fighter. He's a world-class heavyweight fighter. So war of the words, and it continues. And uh, for most of us fans, uh, we just like to see a good fight start to finish and uh, hopefully not uh, decided by the judges. Anyway. Over in Long Beach, California, in front of a full house at the Thunder Studios, uh, Marv Nation Promotions presented a seven-bout fight card on Saturday night. The, ori the original main event, featuring the pro debut of uh, Marco Antonio Barrera Jr., was scratched the day before, so the card was reshuffled with two co-featured bouts. Middleweight Andrew Buchanan moved his record to 3-0 by outslugging Mexico's Freddy Galazar, 2 and one one knockout in a six-round fight. Scores were 59-55 and 60-54, all for Buchanan. And in the co-featured fight, Yadira Bustilis, 8-1, outslicked and outboxed a very game and tough Catherine Lindenmuth, who's now 5-2, and two, in a fast-paced eight-round female minimum weight bout. Elsewhere over in Argentina, featherweight prospect Loriano Scueto, 13 and 1 out of Argentina, uh, avoided the upset of Johan Segura, who's 12 and 2 out of Colombia, by winning a majority decision on Saturday night at the Club Social y Deporto y Pervaltanias in Colmenas, Buenos Aires. I should not have tried to read that location. Anyway, Segura came out strong in the first half of the fight, banging at the body of Squito. Um, while landing several eye-catching headshots. Segura moved slowly down uh, the second half of the fight where Squito countered and piled up some points. The judges in the end had it 97-93, 96-94 for Squito, and 95-95 even. The event was promoted by Marcos Madana out of Chino Promotions. We also saw, uh, by the way, uh, we were talking about this fight last week, uh, unbeaten WO number four, IVF number seven, super lightweight Richardson Hitchens, who's now 17 and 0, seven knockouts. Outbox WBC number six, WBO number 11, Jose Zapita, who's now 37 and 4, over 12 one sided rounds on Saturday night at the Carib Royale in Orlando, Florida. Uh, the 25 year old Richardson Hitchens was taking a large step in class with Zapita, the victor of a brutal candidate for fight of the year in 2020. Hitchens, however, outclassed Zapita from the onset with a technical, albeit defensive style, uh, with each successive round, a carbon copy of the last. Good for him. Uh, we'll talk about Connor Ben uh, in a couple of minutes. Uh, we talked about uh, Sandy Ryan and Jesse McCaskill. Uh, again, very controversial decision. Um, most, even that writer, has uh, Sandy Ryan winning, but uh, Jesse McCaskill uh, got her draw. Um, results from Hammond, Indiana. We rarely get uh, results from Indiana. Damon Howard's Four Champs Promotions put on a quick and entertaining four-bout card at the Gene Shepherd's uh, Community Center in Hammond, Indiana on Saturday night. 
uh, debuting super middle Alan Fascio took on Robbie Thomas in the main event. After two throwdowns, Fascio legally put Thomas down for good with a nonstop barrage in the corner. And the end was one minute, 42 seconds of round number one. Fascio started out 1-0, one knockout, while Thomas goes 0-7. Elsewhere, we noticed that uh, there's fighting going on in Germany. Heavyweight Tom Schwartz, a man uh, we don't discuss much on Talk and Fight, but we should because he's 27-1 and with 19 knockouts, whose only loss is to Tyson Fury. Uh, got all he could handle from rugged journeyman uh, Kostiantin Dovbyshchenko. 10, 13, and 1. And that was also held on Saturday night at the G-Tech Arena in um, Germany. Hometown hero Schwartz got away with a 97-93-97-93-97-94 decision. And after the bout, Schwartz declared, I am back. Also, Super WBA, uh, Super Middleweight Champ Tyron Zugi, uh, 27, 1 and 1, 15 knockouts, won a unanimous decision over Nasir Bukyanka. Uh, Bukenya, sorry, uh, down uh, once, scores were 79, 72, 80, 71, 80, 71, and unbeaten light heavyweight Adrian Krajniki, 6 and 0, 6 knockouts, knocked out Denise Alts, he's 15 and 11, with a body shot at 1. 33 of the opening round. Krajniki is the new nephew of former lightweight, uh, no, former heavyweight contender, Luan Krajniki. Wow, very good, very good stuff. Um, over in Japan, former two-division champ, Horito Kayaguchi, 18-1, and 12 knockouts, scored a lethal left hook to the belly and finished Filipino flyweight uh, Jervan Mama uh, for the count at three minutes, nine seconds of the third session. Uh, in a scheduled 10-rounder on uh, Friday night. That was held in Tokyo, uh, Japan. Uh, having been beaten and dethroned by Kenshiro Chirashi, by the way, in 108-pound unification belt last November, uh, Hirito uh, appeared in a second comeback bout, displayed good form to impress the crowd. After mixing up Toto to win the first two sessions with these, Kaguchi swarmed over the Filipino mama, overweight uh, by a pound, then the contract stipulation exploded a vicious body shot that obviously hurt Mama, who very barely stood up, only to be unable to resume fighting. Rito, 29, said, I look forward to winning the third division belt. <laughs> Good stuff, eh? Um, and one last one to report here. Uh, do you remember XOPBF two division champ Yuji Watanabe, 25 and 5? A very popular knockout artist in the 90s who unfortunately failed to win Will Bates, Will Belts from Gennaro Hernandez uh, and from Wilfredo Vasquez in 92 and 97, respectfully. His cousin, WBC number 22, Suzumi Takayama, 7 0, 6 knockouts, a southpaw hard puncher like his uncle, impressively turned the tables and kept his Japanese superfly belt by scoring a fine technical knockout victory over former WBO AP ruler and JBC number one, uh, Subasa Morachi, who's now 10 2 and 1 with three knockouts at 2 minutes 44 seconds of the eighth round in a scheduled 10 rounder over in Tokyo. Good stuff. Alrighty, upcoming fights that we're looking forward to. Uh, top heavyweight uh, Frank the Cuban Flash Sanchez will highlight the stacked three-fight uh, Showtime pay-per-view countdown as he takes on Scott Alexander. Uh, that's leading up to the Canelo Alvarez-Germel Charlo fight. 
taking place at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, uh, courtesy of Canelo Promotions. Uh, the lineup will also see former light heavyweight champion Alexander Govtik uh, battle Brazil's Isaac Rodriguez in an eight-round duel, while 2012 U.S. Olympian Tyrell Gaucha faces Keandre Leatherwood in an eight-round middleweight bout. So good stuff happening that night. Uh, coming up in December at a press conference held the other day, uh, Jesse Bam Bam, or as he says, Bam Rodriguez, and Sonny Edwards came face-to-face for the first time at a press uh, press conference in Orlando ahead of their blockbuster flyweight unification clash at the Desert Diamond Arena in Glendale, Arizona. That's to take place on Saturday, uh, December 16th, and will be shown on the Zone Worldwide. So a pretty good um, uh, press conference, Jesse said. I've never been one to say no to a fight. I've always said yes. This was the best first of the best. It's what every boxer dreams of, unifying titles. December 16th is going to be a movie. Right on. Okay. Now, let's move along to Conor Ben, and I will be brief. As we all know, Conor Ben was cleared to return uh, by the National Anti-Doping Panel uh, in the UK in July, and even blew off the cobwebs uh, with, with a and uh, blew off the cobwebs, uh, as we all know, over the weekend with a unanimous points win over tough Mexican Rodolfo Orozco. Uh, but an emotional band told Sun Sports uh, afterwards, with a tear in his eye, that months of hell had killed him and left him contemplating his career. The British Boxing Board of Control. Uh, Chief Robert Smith blasted uh, before the 10-rounder in Orlando that Ben shouldn't have been allowed back in the ring until he was cleared by all the regulators. The BBBOC and VADA, who failed Ben twice in the lead-up to the original Eubank fight, both appealed his reinstatement. But Brighton-based Ben, who tested positive for the fertility drug clomiphene, which is a banned substance, has always insisted his innocence. Um... He blamed it on uh, eating a bunch of eggs. Anyway, uh, after failing uh, to land a knockout uh, for the first time since August 2021, he did uh, put in 10 rounds and got more to bargain for, I might add, against a very tough uh, Rodolfo Orozco, um, but moved on to 22-0 and and settled for a decision. So Conor Ben is back in the ring, at least in America, and uh, won't be allowed to fight uh, in the UK until uh, the administrators uh, figure it all out. And we as fans don't really care. Um, what we do like to see is um, fighting. And as many people, including uh, Eddie Hearn, have gotten involved in this, um, here's here's kind of like where it gets a bit confusing. Texas can ultimately ignore that Ben failed two drug tests with his promoter, Eddie Hearn, insisting he's cleared to fight. In reality, though, it's a vast gray area. And this is courtesy of worldboxingnews.net. It's a vast gray area. The BBBOC is sure Ben has not yet cleared his name, hence the actions against Ben. Uh, we're appealing, along with UCAD, uh, it's UKAD, and NADP's decision. We're waiting for a date. We're a bit frustrated that that day takes so long. We're ready to go. I understand UCAS is ready to go. We've asked for a date as soon as possible. We're very disappointed with the original decision. If we were to lose the next one, we would be disappointed. But we'd have to take on the boards and what the decision is. 
then we would decide what we need to do regarding allowing Ben to fight in the UK, said Hearn. So he, he's a bit, uh, a bit uh, upset uh, and, in fact, uh, had something re really quite negative to say. Um, uh, a chap by the name of, let's say, his last name's Conte. I, I know he's... I know he's been in trouble before in the UK, but anyway, you British guys know who I'm talking about. Hearn fired back at Conte in what seemed to be a potential threat of action against him. Another lie by you. Stand by, stated Hearn. Conte responded to the matchroom boss. I do my best to be a truth speaker and advocate for clean boxing. Previously, Conte had questioned the WBC's belief that Ben tested positive for drug uh, for the drug due to overconsumption of eggs, as I said earlier. He cited the case of Canelo Alvarez, who faced a six-month ban for clambuterol despite, despite providing evidence of the food he suspected of being the culprit. If chicken eggs are suspected of clomiphene exposure, then Connor Ben must identify the brand to be tested by the WADA lab. Um, Ben can fight under alternative jurisdiction despite the BBBOC not permitting him to fight in the UK. Seeking out alternate licensing through Texas meant Ben could battle in Florida. However, BBBOC Secretary Robert Smith insisted Ben is not clear to fight and shouldn't be competing and should not be competing in his valued opinion. The entire situation remains questionable, not only by Conte, but many in the sport. This means a swift conclusion is necessary before Ben attempts to fight again. So there you have it, uh, boxing fans. Uh, Joe Joyce has got to retire. That's the the underlying theme, I think. You know, you hit a point where you just, you got to go and uh, hang them up. And uh, as I've said, uh, with respect to many other fighters who face that very same decision, you know, your health is more important. And quite frankly, uh, Joe Joyce's brain has got to be hurting. The other brain who's got to be hurting is uh, Deontay Wilder. Uh, so the heavyweight division will be shaken up. Uh, we're starting to see a whole lot of other heavyweight names in boxing. Good to see it. Uh, anyway, I didn't like that uh, Sandy Ryan uh, call, by the way. Um, don't know why that judge was calling it uh, by such a wide margin. That upset me. I think Sandy Ryan should have won. Uh, but other than that, um, I look forward to seeing who uh, Zhilai Zhang can beat up next. And, of course, we all look forward to Tyson Fury getting knocked out by Nagano. And uh, Anthony Josh, uh, Joshua, where's his career going? Who knows? Anyway, the people in the middle of all this are guys like 90-plus-year-old uh, Bob Arum. Uh, even Don King is still promoting. Uh, Eddie Hearn, who... Uh, our, our commentator, Lou Eisen, has nothing good to say about on several levels and was, has called him a culprit uh, several times. You know, the, 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 this, this management uh, has to change. Um, fighters have to be allowed to fight, and the best should be fighting the best. That's what I got to say today. Remember to uh, like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and we'll see you later on at 4 p.m. when I join Mike Gore at 4 Eastern time uh, for his show, Knuckle Up. Thank you.